This is the Anything Period Podcast. Emphasis on the period. And today we are talking about the Disney Channel original series, Saturdays. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. Starring uh, Omar Gooding and Golden Brooks and who else? Don't, don't do that. You, you named the only two characters we know off the top of our heads. And I think that, if anything, this is kind of exemplifying a, a thing that I did not like about Saturday. Was that in the intro song, they don't give... Well, in the intro, they don't give the names of the main characters of the kids. That's really which, weird. Yeah, which kind of which kind of does a disservice to all of them. Because they really do a good job as in each of their roles, respectively. I think that, if anything... Just like, just like with other shows, the repeated exposure to their name would have us be more familiar with their name, because we, because we in the melanated community already have enough people that we recognize by face and not by name. Why not have more people, especially newer Disneyer star, Disneyer, newer Disney stars, actually, you know, have name recognition so that way they can go on to other things and we can support. Say, oh hey, yeah, I recognize her. She was in that. Yeah, she was in that, and she was in that. For us to be able to follow their career and be able to grow. Because at the same time, from Shake It Up, we knew Zendaya. Because her name was Zendaya. And every intro, you saw her name as fucking Zendaya. Yeah. So, it has, for the main cast, it has Danielle Jalade as Paris Johnson, who's like the main character of the yes, series. Yes, the main character. Um, Daria Johns as Simone Sampson. Oh, Daria. Her best friend. And Peyton Z. Bass Knight as Ari Stevens. Paris's other best friend, and Jermaine Harris as Lyndon Johnson, Paris's older brother, and Tim Johnson Jr. as Derek D. Rock Troy, Lyndon's best friend. I feel like you said that in the most monotone way that you could ever read a name. Do you want to do it? First, starting as first, the main character, Danielle Jalade, is Paris. The main one you see with the big hair and even bigger attitude. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that like she she has a lot of character. Daria Johns Simone, which is Paris's best friend. Peyton Z. Bash Knight, which is Ari, Paris's other best friend. And Jermaine Harris is London Johnson, Paris's brother. And Tim Johnson Jr. is Derek or D Rock, if you will. London's best friend. So the premise for the show is that uh Paris is on a skate crew called the Weeby Girls with their best friends. Mm-hmm. And they're determined to create the hottest skate routines in the local world of rink, which is Saturdays, the titular Saturdays. Yeah. Their goal is to become Golden Jacket. Or not Golden Jacket. Their goal, their goal is become Golden. Yeah, Golden, which is like a status in which you're like the best at Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a legacy thing. Yeah, because her um, parents did it, and her parents and her, her and her auntie. Yeah, did they did they say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's a it's a generational thing. It's and one thing that I pre- and the skating that we're talking about is a roller skating. So like on wheels, you know. Sometimes it's gotta specify because sometimes I'll I'll get confused. Anyway, but yeah roller skating and the location of it makes sense they are set in they are set in the south side of chicago 
which makes which makes it more sense because makes it more sense which makes more sense because there's a very legacy roller skating um, history in Chicago especially in the south side so essentially her and her friends their goal is to become golden again it's a legacy thing but it's actually like really prestigious especially like Especially in the area that they're in. Hold on, pause, pause, pause. Stop it. All right. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Saturday. I'm on the Saturday. We're on Saturdays. On the Disney Channel, we get ready for Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it, it's, it's a different synopsis. Saturdays follows Paris, who at the age since the age of four has been honing her skills as the cool parquet floor on the pool on the cool parquet floor of Saturdays, a local skating rink owned and operated by a former '90s hip hop backup dancer. Else. With this neon lights, galaxy painted rink, and killer DJ, spinning latest music, Saturdays is a place to show and prove, pair, and prove. Paris is the leader of the skate crew and is determined to take them all the way to the top. However, she has sickle cell disease, and when it flares up, it'll take every ounce of determination to prove that I was wrong, including her concerned family. That Where is, the fuck did that come from? That is not the. That is not an accurate synopsis of the series. That's really not weird. anywhere near. What? Now here's the thing. That's the reason why I feel like this 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 felt like after watching those series, it felt like a Disney Channel movie, like a Disney a regular decom, but like stretched out. Like they said, uh, the, like it originally was like, okay, we're gonna make this into a Disney Channel original movie. It's like, nah, people don't do that anymore. Let's just make it a series and put it on Disney Plus and Disney Channel. And my thing is, even. Even in that, I can see where you're coming from that because it's one it's one goal with different characters coming in and out. But at the same time, it doesn't suffer any at all. It does not suffer at all because of it. Yeah, all they really, what, and when I think about it, all they really did was just take the main plot, main the plot point, the main plot points of this supposed movie, and then just add in different stuff to make it a longer series. That's really all. That's, that literally feels, it literally feels like that's all they did. They, like, lessened the fact that she had sickle cell. That she apparently has sickle cell. Nigga, that wasn't less. Nigga, that was damn near fucking erased. I I don't remember one no, instance the of reason, bringing up sickle The reason cell. why I say that is because we got you. You just talked about how she was wearing a sickle cell shirt. Yeah, I know, but dialogue wise, I'm saying that's like the only reference to the fact that she had the she originally had sickle cell and or that she cared about that topic. That they cared about that topic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm just like. In reading this synopsis, I'm like, what the, f- who the fuck wrote this? Cause this does not reflect the show whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they took this original, like, this is probably from back when it was like, probably gonna be a movie. They put this on here and never updated it. Well, either in pre-production or something. And also, can we go back up? Cause I, I got, cause they're wrong in some of this. Week. Go back up. Okay. About what? So look. A local skating ring owned and operated by a former 90s hip-hop backup dancer. First of all, in canon, she wasn't a backup dancer. She was rapping with she was rapping with Hunger. There was a duo. I know, that's what I'm saying. This was from the original like idea of what Saturdays was gonna be. And they yeah. changed it around. Yeah, they changed it a lot around. Because out of canon, that's it's a hip-hop MC, yo-yo. Yeah. Do I think that this is better as a TV show than a movie? Than as a movie? Yes, mm-hmm. I think it's better as a TV show than a movie. I mean, I think it'll be a good. It'll be a good movie. I feel like I feel like it will kind of like. I feel like 
quite a few of the side characters kind of be like taken out. Okay, so some trivia about the show. The pilot, Samantha A. Smith, played a character named Roxy, who was cut when it got picked up to series. However, she returned to guest on the episode of The Return of Roxy. Okay. Oh. Multiple other characters played in multiple other Disney, previous Disney Channel shows. And it's been confirmed by Disney that this is officially a part of the That's a Raven universe. So, okay. Because I was low-key thinking that when... I was low-key thinking that when Homeboy... When, after you re- reminded me that Homeboy was from uh, Raven's Home. I was like, wait. So that mean they part of the same thing? Apparently so. Shit. And let's see. So, and they also they also reference the Disney Channel universe in uh, on the wiki. And apparently, the Disney Channel universe, also known as the Disney Channel multiverse, is a name given to the universe where multiple Disney Channel shows exist in, caused by crossovers. As of twenty twenty three, most of Disney Channel's original shows exist in the same universe. Due to the nature of Grummy's World being a canonical spinoff of Boy Meets World, a few ABC shows now share the same universe as well. What the fuck? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, it does make sense. But I also didn't expect some of it. Like, I didn't know Wizards of Waverly Place was in the same world as... Austin and Allie? Yeah. And Corey in the house? Yeah. You don't know how they connect? How do they connect? Okay, so Corey in the house, right? Spin off that's raping. Mm-hmm. And what's the other show this shit? Wizards of Waverly Place. Wizards of Waverly Place? Also, was... Remember... That's so sweet life in Montana. Yeah. And there was also another crossover. That's so. It, it was also I think was was the place except for on the first sweet life on deck I think. That's how they crossover. They did a crossover with wizards and the sweet life on deck. Yes. Show me. I need to see that. Yeah, especially yes, but JT Austin, uh, Max Russo double crossed. David what Henry, Justin Russo, double cross. Selena Gomez, Alex Russo, double cross. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not remember that at all. Yeah. But yeah. Well, they all share, they all share the same universe. That's kind of surprising that... Well, then again, no, it's not. Nobody would know. What do you mean? Nobody would know that Corey's in the White House. The only people that would know would be Raven. And her dad. I mean, outside of... Her, her dad's of, with him there. So, yeah. like, of course he knows. I'm talking about people outside of the White House. Yeah. Maybe his friends, probably. And Eddie and Chelsea. Yeah, I feel like Raven would probably told them. Anyway, what's the point? What's the point? Casey Undercover is also in the same universe? Yes. As Wizards? Yes. That one I'm confused about. Casey Undercover. I think they had a crossover with Jesse, I think. I don't know. And Jesse had a crossover with who? Jesse had a crossover in a lot of uh, shows. A lot of different shows. Damn, that's kind of sad, though. What? This is the first Disney Channel show since That's a Raven is centered around an African-American family. I mean, yeah. Nigga, That's a Raven ended in the 2000s. What about Shake It Up? Oh, yeah, what about Shake It Up? No. It was centered around... It was centered around Zendaya and, um... I can't think of a name on my head. You know what I'm talking about. And CC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was sent around them, not around the family. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. Damn, it's a 10 years? 10 plus years. What can I say about Saturdays? Uh, it's a good show. It's solid. It's on Black OGs. Um, Omar Gooding from Smart Guy. Hugo Gooding Jr.'s. Don't, don't really get him. Hugo Gooding 
Kenyon Pickett. He's done a lot more than that. He's done a lot. He's done a lot to deserve more than that. You tell me. I tell you. Tell me. Look at his filmography. No, you you said you you. It sounds like you're an expert. It sounds like you know. No, so. I know that he. What else has he done? Just, what else has he done? Besides smart guy. Yeah. He's done other movies. Like I can't what? think of the name of. That's what I said. Pull up his filmography, nigga. Don't do that. You do that all the time. You go research all the time when you don't know shit. And most of the time, I can back it up. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Sir, half the time you say shit, it. Half the time you say shit, either you talking out of your ass and or your shit is actually backing up my shit. This is, you know what? This is the, this is the, this, this is the. Okay. This is the Amanda Bynes, Tia, Tia Samara all over again. Is it? Okay, let's see. Baby boy. Damn, this nigga been acting, acting shit. Batman Beyond. Static Shock. Static Shock. He's never and beyond. One on one? Fuck. One on one. Barbershop. Barbershop. Eve? Seaside Miami. Yeah, nah. He's, he's been in some shit. Throw some respect on his name, nigga. Throw some respect on his name. <laughs> he's not just Cuba Gooding Jr., bro. Throw some respect on his name. This man been in some, this man been in some notable shit. Okay, let me ask you a question. Once again, this is not. I'm not trying to like discredit Omar Gooding on his on his work. I'm just asking. Of all the stuff that he's been in, have you seen like most of it? I haven't watched. I haven't watched this shit in a long time. I haven't seen One on One in years. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Static Shock in ages. Smart Guy I haven't watched in forever. Um. Barbershop. I did not know he was in Barbershop. I didn't watch Eve. You didn't know there was a Barbershop TV show? No, I didn't. I haven't seen Eve. Don't watch CSI Miami. Don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Don't even know what Miami Medical is. But yeah, in any case. Yeah, and uh, how do we get on stop? I forgot. I mean, not how do we get on stop? How do we get on this tangent specifically? Uh... Cause you, oh yeah, cause you said uh, you call him Cuba Gooden's brother. Now I'm saying don't relegate him to that. Okay. Anyway, um, how did we specifically go to that? That's what I'm asking. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, point is back to Saturdays. Saturdays is a great show. You should watch it. Here's why. It is. It is very much a a nice like Disney show. Adolescent adolescent kids from this age is actually doing like Disney shit, and it's actually like entertaining. Yes, it's a little corny and whatnot, but that's that's what to be expected with children's media. But at the same time, it is also very endearing, funny actually, a little bit kooky, but that's part of the charm of it. I think that Saturdays is a good show because it's it feels very realistic. And especially like realistic for like teenage girls and like girls and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to like, there's so many videos online on YouTube and stuff about uh, the death of like the teenage girl and stuff, and how when it comes to television and media stuff, and especially social media, there's no like middle point for girls. It's either like, oh, you're a little kid, or you're like a grown up, yeah. or trying to act grown, right? Yeah. There's no middle ground. This this feels like the middle ground. Very much so. This feels like it gives off uh, justice. Anything for another? 
like Claire's Injustice and another like middle grade like oh, girls yeah yeah like place that girls go to yeah it feels like that and that's not like that's not necessarily a bad thing no it's not a bad thing at all especially what you said it allows it allows a middle ground it allows a transitional period it's it's not just oh they're children or oh they're adults or like they're 18 19 but like no they're preteens and also i feel like this gives if they have a season two if they have any more seasons because like i said this first season feels like a disney channel movie but yeah. just cut up and like rearranged yeah and don't and don't t- again don't take that as a slight it's not, is, it's not a bad thing i'm saying all. like if if it if it because if it was a if this originally was supposed to be a decon this would have been a good decon this would be a solid yeah. decon oh yeah right up there would like jump in and like uh uh, let it shine like yeah. right up there yes I, I could definitely see that easy and and now that I think about it more especially like with the whole thing at the end I could definitely see I can definitely see where the decon comes in why do you say that the whole the whole fucking showdown not, I mean I know that but I don't, don't justify it to me just for some people well we didn't get to that part yet but you want to start backwards and work our way up I mean most of it we can skip like I'm not saying that most of the show is filler, but I'm saying, like, outside of some key, like, plot points, we can skip, like, most episodes. Okay. Well, what I'm... Okay, so, I get what you're saying when it says it's DCOM, especially at the end, the last episode. Again, spoiler one, if you haven't seen Actually, it, Actually, hold on, hold on, just... Uh, yeah, you know what? Just, mind, just, like, build up to that, all right? That's, that's, that's what I was thinking. Too. Okay. So, we start off, get introduced to Paris, get introduced to her friends, and get introduced to her... Her brother as well and she does a nice job of introducing all of them her friends have character personality i'm be honest my favorite character in this show is ari it's either ari or the parents the, i think i definitely think that standouts of the show are definitely uh ari and the parents definitely um, yeah definitely the, the main reason i say that the main reason i say that is because they feel like they have so much life to them. Yeah. They feel like they aren't that young. Or not that old. Yeah, it, and also, and the thing about Ari as well that I do enjoy is that, like, her character's kind of out there. So it adds, like, so it adds the ability of, like, you, you're you not expecting what she's saying. Because not only is it the writing that's really good for Ari, but it's also the, the fact that she plays it so well. The character... I mean, the actor plays the character so well, to the point where it's like, you believe that she has, you believe that she's, you know, she might, she might be a bit off in some ways, but she's still earnest. She's still nice. I do appreciate also, I do appreciate also the dynamic between them. Like, you actually believe that they're genuine friends, not just in the show but outside the show. Um, the parents make the parents actually make a really good couple. They like you. You definitely see like they crack on each other. They work together. They have a business. They literally have a business together, and you don't you don't get hints of like of like them really like no underlying shit. It's really just like surface level like minor going back and forth for like somebody's right, somebody's wrong, or something like that. And at the end of the day, for all you people that are like, oh, well, the women never apologize. They both apologize. Because I know that's probably something that somebody somewhere is going to think of. They both apologize. They both understand and own up to their mistakes. 
which is something that I appreciate because it shows what a healthy relationship should be. Even ones where they work together, because I know sometimes that can also make, that can also be some of the most stressful times because you're always around the other person. But they seem like genuine friends outside of being romantic partners and parents. So whenever, so the fact they're around each other so much only adds to that dynamic. And it adds pretty much to them being, to them really being like really good parents or like you would actually want them to be like your parents or wanna hang out around them. So I also think too that, cause I don't wanna disc discount or discredit any of the other actors, any other characters, because the main girl, Paris, she's cool too, I like her. And just like her, just like her characterization, she does too much. But one thing I appreciate and I really like about the show is that for the more fantastical elements, they start, they switch styles. It's not always like, oh, okay, you're showing all this and that, but whenever they show her doing too much, they they literally, they literally put a name to it and then switch to a cartoon to be able to actually, you know, demonstrate what the fuck's going on. It's not just like a hearsay. It's not just like a, oh, well, remember that time you did this, you flipped over that and da da da. And the funny thing about it too to me is that the cartoon, is that the cartoon demonstration of it is what actually happened. It's not like an exaggeration. It's what literally happened. My favorite, or the one I think of first is like, when the parents was talking to her, she's like, when do I do too much? And they was like, the grocery store, where her mother asked her to go get milk. Mm -hmm. She said, okay, cool, I got you. She comes back with a fucking cow. In the middle of Southside Chicago. How the fuck she got a cow, I will never know. Yeah, but I feel like like that felt like the most fantastical out of all the like flashbacks, I guess. I don't know. The one... Hmm. Because all the other ones, for the most part, like, I think for the most part... What about the one with... What about the one where Ari was flying with the butterflies? Quite literally. Or the one where they were, uh, like, where it was raining and stuff, and they had to, like, get umbrellas. Yeah. And... Yeah, Paris got like a big. Either Paris or Simone got like the big. And they guy. actually flew away. They flew away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They balance like real life with like the fantastical stuff, but for the most part, it's grounded. Yeah, very grounded actually. But yeah, um, I think the best part about this show is the friendship and like the camaraderie that they all have. Yeah. Whether it be the family members, whether it be the like protagonists and her friends. Yeah, even the brother. You you actually you you really it's not like the brother's just like a he's not flanderization like, oh yeah, he's annoying brother, the character. That's not that's not at all the case here and I and I actually I'm actually kinda glad for that too. It allows him to be an older brother who understands or at least learns that yeah, she's my little sister. I may do things to annoy her, but at the end of the day, I love her. It's it's not out of the thing of like malicious like I don't like you type shit and one of the things I want to say is that like I hope that when I hope that when they do a season 2 whenever they get a season 2 because the writer's strike going on right now mm -hmm. um, that they lean more into like the sitcominess of it because this first season was great but I don't think they can like maintain that same like not necessarily quality but more so that uh, consistency for lack of a better term it's not consistency because each episode is good. Like no, I mean, cause, okay, it's not. I, I meant, I meant like, I meant like consistency of story. It's not pace either, because I had good pacing. Yeah, I had great pacing. It's just like, 
his his thing. Okay, I got I got two things right, and we're getting into spoilers a little bit. All right. So the main, the one of the characters that we get introduced introduced to in the first episode is Ivan, right? Mm-hmm. We think he's like the well, not he's he kind of is an antagonist, but he not is. really. He, he he's a he's an antagonist or an antihero. He kind of is an antagonist because like he, we see him in a negative light at first, but like it feels like they have a weird like not mutual interest is the word a weird like acceptance of each other. Yeah, it is kind of like. Uh, Dare I, not not London and Paris because they that's that's a different kind of relationship. Yeah, no. But like they bug each other, but they're cool. Yeah, it's like when it comes down to it, like they they grew up together, and like yeah, they bug each other, but they're cool. Yeah, that's basically it, right? Yeah. Spoilers. Ivan leaves in like the middle of the series. Yeah. He never comes back. And that's the weirdest thing too, because you expect him to be like the villain towards the end. Because okay, going more into spoilers. The entire, the entire first half of the show, up until when he leaves, and even after that, but like up until he leaves, is built up on this whole golden skating competition. And the whole time, he's talking the most shit. He's talking such a gang of shit. He's talking about, oh, how he's doing this, or he's gonna be better than them, or also the fact that he has his own VIP spot in, that he made in the rink. It's not really a VIP spot, it's just him, like, there, and his friends. That's what I say. He made that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, because he starts off bugging them, all of them, fucking trying, consistently, consistently bugging them, ragging on them, trying to actually start beef. Who he actually started beef with, like, like Paris and her friends and a whole nother skating group. And that's the thing. Like, I hope that if there is a season two, I hope that Ivan comes back. I want to see them in school a little bit. I want to at least get okay. Like, okay, I thought it was just me. I kind of want to see them a bit in like. Yeah, I want to see them in school a little bit. Not not to the point where like it's, it becomes like a Disney Channel show. Yeah, no. But I want to see them in school a little bit, just a little bit more. Um, yeah. I want to see them. Uh, I want to see more episodes with like London and Paris doing stuff because I feel like we haven't really got that, and it makes sense because it feels like it genuinely feels like they took a movie that was, that was, Saturdays that was supposed to be a decom. Chopped it up, rearranged it, added some bits in, and said, "This is what we got." And at the same time, still a good product. Yeah, but and, I, and and don't don't get it twisted. The bits they added wasn't just some in, insignificant bullshit. It did show. It did give some characterization. It did, it did give some context. It did allow for us to actually spend some time with the characters, as opposed to like, like if it was a decom, us kind of having to learn who the character is, understand, accept who the character is and then go into the rest of the story at the same time though i feel like when it comes to and maybe it's because like they refer they like mention some stuff at the end mm-hmm. but i don't know they mentioned like a hint of like there being a bigger competition or an even more like bigger goal to achieve so i feel like that's where they would go for season two and still maintain that like quality of like yeah work story. That exactly yeah i get that maybe it's a a gold of the golden or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because they are going to college. Not college. They are going to high school. Yeah. So, so that's so yeah, that's something that they could also introduce. Because and one thing, and speaking of the um, what you was talking about earlier with the whole like it being for like teenage girls, the one episode that I appreciate that they did was uh, the Chocolate Club. Yeah, that was a good episode. The thing about it, and the thing, the reason and they why did I, that so well too. They did the way they coded the language, but you understood exactly what it meant was great. It allow you to understand that they're going through their time, and 
this is how they deal with it. Chocolate. Yeah. I hope that we get an episode where uh, London learns how to drive. I want to see that. I low-key want to see both of them learn. And also, too, like, because if there is a season two, I want to see how, I want to see how they run the, oh, wait, that's, that is spoilers to the end. We'll work our way up to that. Let's talk about the parents. Honestly, like, Deb and Cal, they have, that like, both their, their actors have experience playing, like, not really, not really, uh, Omar Gooding, but, like, I feel like he has somewhere to draw from in terms of, like, playing Cal. Um, yeah. Golden Brooks has experience playing a, a mother, like, because she was a mom to Jabari and girlfriends. So she's, she, like, knows where to draw those, like, beats and those, like, character choices from. Yeah. I think that Cal, like, the character of Cal, like, portrayed by Omar Gooding, I feel like he reminds me a lot of, uh, TJ's dad from Smart Guy. Yeah. But like a little bit a little bit more goofy. Yeah, a little Just bit. Just a little bit more goofy. A lot a bit more wisecracking. Yeah. And I feel like it's a good combination of TJ's dad and like Mo. Yeah, definitely. It feels like a good combination of those characters. It's, it's like if Mo became a pops, like And I genuinely feel like in it maybe another world, another universe. Like this is just a cow is just Mo with a change name. Facts. The writing was actually the writing was actually really good, like for it. For a Disney for a Disney show, it was like really good. I actually laughed out loud at some points. It was very entertaining. Like the comments they were making to each other when they was ragging and like some of the some of the uh, the parodies of like like not for the love all island or some shit like that. Yeah, their parodies and stuff is funny. Yeah, their parodies are funny. Um, what else? I hope that we get here's here's a one. I want like maybe three things and just like aesthetically things right mm-hmm. I want if they get if they get a higher budget for next season I want there to be more like needle drops definitely more needle drops when they skate in um I want there to be like uh more I feel like they, they if they get a higher budget I feel like they can branch out and have more guest stars not a lot maybe like we had one the whole season or maybe like two yeah I'll take two um, references. Actually, no, they had two guest stars. Who? They had uh, MC Light. Not MC Light. Uh, they had fucking um, the Brat. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Right. Two. So they have two. Okay. Okay. Three big guest stars. And maybe it's just me, but I want to see connections to other stuff. That'd be cool. I like references to other stuff. Maybe other stuff in like uh, Golden or like Omar's work. That'd be cool. Yeah, know. like a little, like a little nod. Yeah. Now, that would be cool. That would be cool. And, like, maybe bring in the... Especially since uh, Raven's Home is ending or something like that. Yeah, Raven's Home is ending after, like, season six. I think they said it was going to be the last season. Maybe... I don't want Booker to go back to Chicago. No. I think that episode... Who, who knows? Who that knows? episode was good for what it was. It was good for what it was. I, I don't really... I could be really technical and be like, why did this man have visions at all once in the show? You know, this different time different place you know but but also like i'm hmm. well mostly because we didn't spend that much time with him so we don't know if he, even if he did or didn't you don't think that you don't think that would have been a plot point at all i don't know because 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 then that goes into what triggers the vision because it's gonna be like mother like son then because like if if raven had when she has vision she's always she always has this like uh draw to like act and do something because she knows she knows what's gonna happen but not necessarily context Right, that's the draw of the of that's a raven. Yeah, I get that. I also think that wait, 
Which wait, which child had the divisions in Raven's Song? Booker. Okay. So that's what I'm saying, you didn't have a vision at all when you was in Chicago. Yeah, that's true. But Spoilers. But but also at the same time I think that would have been way too on the nose. I guess think I'm glad that they didn't like they didn't do that because I feel like it would have made it would have made the episode really weird. Yeah, it would have been a lot to try to cram in to like because now we're now we're establishing okay, Raven's home is connected to this. Not only is Raven's home connected to this, it was very chill. The fact that like oh Booker, we're all like Booker. Yeah, but then because that also because that will also then like ask the question: can, Does any of the other relatives have it? No, because no, it's not the case. Because Cal is. Devin's is on Devin's side of family, not Raven's. Raven's like the psychic abilities come from her mom's side. That's how we got the episode where her grandma remember when she was like when they were in the tent. I want to be able to give up my powers. She's like, no, don't do that. It's a gift. Mm. And she's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep my powers. But yeah, you think it'll be? You think it's Devin's side? No, no, it's not. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about that that Paris and all of them are related to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they said it. That's, they said that, like, your dad owes me, like, shit, they said it exactly in the episode. Your dad owes me for all the money that you're, that you're going to be eating because of food and shit. Yeah, but that doesn't... Okay. What do you mean? I didn't get it. Because that doesn't necessarily imply that it's, that it's him. What was that? What was his last name? I don't know what his last name is. The point is, the, the reason Booker is there is because his dad is related to Cal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what are you saying? Nothing. Because it was already confirmed that 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 is the same kid from Raven's Home. Yeah. So. But yeah, they, they, that episode was perfectly executed. I'm glad they didn't just... Because I feel like it would have distracted from the actual plot episode. Yeah. Or made it into a That's a Raven-ass episode. It, yeah, it definitely would have. Considering, considering at the end, it it, it wouldn't allow it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made sense for the plot to happen the way it did. Yeah, it would have been a lot more like drawn out and shit. I don't think it. Mm, that's a regular episode to be like that though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Though, like, but that's the point. That's the point. Because at know? the same time, that's also a side plot. Yeah, the Raven. It was allowed to be drawn out because that was kind of like the the a plot. Yeah, because Raven's the main character is like exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, I hope Saturdays get the second season. Yeah. Also, speaking of A plot, B plot, I'm glad, I like how, like, most of the A and B plots play in together. Yeah. Because they all converge on Saturdays. Yeah. It's not all, because there's a lot of times where shows have, like, their own separate plots and their own separate things get resolved in their own separate ways. In their own separate places, I mean. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to go more into the plot stuff and spoilers and stuff like that? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'll be back. I'm going to get some water. Okay, cool. Um... So in the meantime, when it comes to when it comes to the show, one thing I actually a lot of things. Now if we're going in the order, which I doubt I am, I'm gonna be all over the place if I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I think that okay, so I think that for for the way it's introduced, everybody comes in. I like it. I don't really have much to say. I do. I just can't think of it because my mind's immediately going to the middle of the ending and all that other shit. When it comes to when it comes to the characters that I enjoy as well, I think Ivan's a really good side character. Mostly because he's built up. It's weird too because he's built up to be like 
the main antagonist, the main person that's supposed to be that's supposed to get on their fucking nerves. And then after all this build up, halfway through the season, he has to fucking leave. But also at the same time, I appreciate the episode that he leaves because it also reinforces or like lets the audience really know that hey, her and Paris and them are cool. He just likes picking with them. Also, uh, Simone has the world's biggest crush on has the world's biggest crush on him, right? On Ivan. And at the same time, it's funny, it's, it's cute how it's done because I, one of Ivan's lackeys talks too fucking much. And she also just casually spilled the bean, let let Simone know that fucking, that he was, that he also liked her too, which I thought was also kind of nice, kind of cute, nice little detail to add in. And when Ivan actually leaves, before he leaves, he becomes an anti-hero. That's the reason why I said he comes from a fucking main protagonist to an anti-hero, which I actually enjoy. Shit. Yeah, I think that honestly, I, I do appreciate how Ivan is like, kind of like, not big up, but like made made to be like this this main antagonistic force. And then somebody, and then finally the episode they get rid of him after they can constantly say, "I can't wait to get rid of him." All this shit is the same episode where somebody even worse comes in. You never know what you got until it's gone. No, the grass is green on the other side. That's the adage that works there for that. Grass is not always green on the other side. Better with the tyrant you know than the tyrant you don't. Also, there's a few rich kids in this as well. They're like pieces of shit. No, like the kid that replaced Ivan as like the main male antagonist. Um, home, I think it was Layla, Layla, the DJ's daughter. Also, that's a funny fucking episode. And I appreciate the fact that we're able, that they were able to pivot from that. Also, speaking of which, that now let's we get on um, to London and um, London and D-Rock. The whole time, they're like, they're, they're this duo where he's a DJ and D-Rock is the rapper. The thing about it is that we never hear D-Rock rap in the fucking show. Up until the episode where they meet the fucking DJs, they meet the DJ's daughter who's at Saturdays. And they're constantly trying to get shit on. And even then, it's kind of weird that they, it's kind of weird they don't have a demo considering that like a few episodes prior, they was trying to get onto another um, radio station. That's literally, no wait, that's the first, wait, what? It's like the third episode, something like that. Where they, where they um, was trying to slide their demo to, actually no, that was the first episode. That was the yeah. first episode, yeah. Yeah, they were trying to slide, they were trying to slide their tape to, um, I don't know, a fucking Roblox nigga. Yeah. So, I found it kind of weird that they said they didn't have a demo or anything, like, later on when it came to the DJ episode. Yeah. I think it's one of those take-on things, but after we said the status quo, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Because it's like, and that's, yeah, because certain things, it's like, it carries over, and certain things, it doesn't. Like, things like that, I'm like, that doesn't make, that doesn't necessarily make sense, considering the first episode, y'all had a tape. Maybe the tape was just instrumentals, but even still, like, you said that y'all had a tape. Yeah. And y'all was giving it to this other kid because y'all thought this kid was the fucking, fucking guy. I like that. I like how they did it. I like how they did that episode, though, because they had the fucking celebrity come in and be like, oh, yeah. Why I say, oh, yeah, I'm starting some shit. They had the celebrity come in. The celebrity was actually the bouncer the entire time. Which I think was a nice little twist. Because everybody was like, who the fuck is this guy? Box Heezy. That's a fucking name. Yeah. It's like, who is Box Heezy? Nobody's ever seen his actual face. The entire time, you see the bouncer's like, hey. 
You can't let anybody over 18. And then they come in and they come in stumbling, trying to you look over. 18? 18 over. Oh, Lips said you can't let anybody in over 18. Oh, yeah, my bad. They, you can't be in the video unless you're 18 and over. Thank you, actually. Appreciate you. Um, And then the three of them, Paris and her friends, come stumbling in with skin tight shit, makeup. All funny, that shit. The funniest part of that episode is they dress like how they think older girls would dress. It's funny as fuck. And it's just skin tight shit. It's so funny. It's just black. It's just black leather. That's like you watch the first. When I say that, like these kids act like kids. Yeah. That first episode proves it. It's very funny. And I feel like it, that that plot that episode eases you into what the show is gonna be like. Yeah, it it definitely does. It's a great pilot. They get into shenanigans, hijinks. It allows an establishment of a status quo where we find out Paris does too much and then we find how it's expressed that she fucking does too much, which she does consistently. We also we also get introduced to her brother and how he also has his own shenanigans with, with his friend as well, with Derek. Also appreciate the fact that they're actually friends. You, you feel like, you feel like you've seen some you feel like you've seen those two type of niggas before yeah they, they're actually like when i said when we say that they're actually friends like i mean i want to overstate it but like you can feel that like it's not just because hold on let me, let me hold on so normally when it comes to like children's entertainment children's media and when it comes to like uh guy best friends mm-hmm. well yeah a, 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 a second a duo yeah man, hold on Maybe the second main protagonist, maybe the side character and that character's best friend. Mm-hmm. It's always like the one that's like the straight man and then the dumb one. Yeah. They the one they I, they play with that because like mm-hmm. London very much is the straight man. Yes. And D Rock very much is the dumb one, but at the same time he has layers. Yeah, he's not he's not it's not even necessarily that he's a dumb one, it's just that he's the oblivious one sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually now that you mention that, you peep how he how his character kind of transitions throughout throughout the show. He comes from being the the idiot that that pretty much just says like funny shit to like motherfucker. If you don't, yeah, he comes from he comes from being like I don't know, he's not once again he's not dumb. He's not he just, dumb. He just he's just oblivious. Yeah, very oblivious. Right. He comes from being oblivious to being like emotionally intelligent. Yeah, like, he, being being that character that like says the thing that like needs to be said i think out of everybody he's had the most character growth ironically enough and in terms of character growth here's who who has grown the most obviously Derek d rock d rock has grown the most number one yes Um, number two i think ari yeah number two ari number three i can see that do you have a contender i think i would say london yesterday yeah yeah i see that Okay, yeah, number one, number one, D Rock. Number two, London. Number three, nah, nah, still number number two is Ari still. Because, I mean, I can see that. No, because throughout, because this thing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Ari had to deal with a lot more stuff than than London. Ari did have to deal with a lot more stuff, but also when they did the flashback episode, it put it put it more into context yeah. of like how recent shit was. Yeah. So I'm not sure if hmm, I'm not sure if she necessarily. No, she did grow. She did grow. She grew a lot. She did. So yeah. And then London is definitely number three. Yeah. Top yeah. three. And this is not a slight. I feel like 
Paris is not a static character, but at the same time, she doesn't have much growth. Same thing with she's she's in the I mean, but she's a main character. Main characters aren't really the thing about main characters is outside of like some exceptions, like Raven. Raven isn't a boring character. She has personality and has yeah like, no no I'm not I'm not saying it but, but let me but let me finish go, go, go. Not bad, so not bad. like. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying this about the actual performance mm-hmm. or anything. I'm saying that like Paris is the flat this, character. This is gonna sound bad, but she's a boring main character. She's not. She in herself is not boring. It's just that when it comes to her plots herself, she she drives the plot. Sometimes she causes the conflict. Sometimes she's the one that gets people into hijinks. Yeah, she's a dynamic character. Yeah. So yeah, no, she's not no, a flat character. No. I mean, I think what I'm trying to say is that, like, she drives the plot, but that's different than stuff happening around you. Yeah, I think that's what, that's also what I was trying to say when I said dynamic. I meant more active. Yeah, she drives the plot, but when it comes to, like, her insular character, mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing goes rather around. Rather static, yeah. Nothing goes around her. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like... London, like, in terms of growth, I feel like she's like one London, of the most static characters. Yeah, like London doesn't drive the plot. Stuff happens around him. Yes, he's yeah, he's a reactionary character. D Rock. Stuff happens around him. Yeah. Ari, something happens around him. Even Simone. Her. Her. Even stuff happens around her. Yes. The characters change, they learn. I'm gonna say Ari. Uh, Paris is the one that like stays relatively stays the same. Yeah, absolutely. She'll yeah, cause she'll go over the top. Ask when she goes over the top. They demonstrate when she goes over the top, and then she proceeds to go over the top. Yeah, and here's the thing. I think the reason is because without that character trait, what would she be? Without somebody to drive the plot, nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. She's like she's an active she's an active main character. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what else? What else? What did what did you just? But also, but also, I was I was kind of more so. I was blanking at first, and then yeah. I started getting into like how Ivan was the antagonist turned into an antihero when somebody else worse came in. Yeah, yeah. He's here's the thing. Ivan is more of a nuisance. He's not really like the bad guy. Yeah, he's a nuisance. But he's built up as like the antagonist. Yeah, it's it. they they write him that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's built up to it until he turns into quote unquote antihero when somebody even worse comes in after they get rid of him. But then it's like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I don't think better the tyrant you know than the he's tyrant not, you don't. Okay, what am I trying to say? He's, he's not. It's not like it's not like he's an actual. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't call him an antihero. I would just call him like like in terms of friends. They, I feel like they are friends, just not one of those, like... It's, it's one of those, yeah, I'm gonna annoy you, I'm gonna do shit to pick with you, but at the end of the day, when if somebody comes, really fuck, yeah, when it really comes, fuck yeah, with like you... When it comes down to it, we cool. Yeah. But like, you know... It's like, ha-ha, fuck you, fuck you, ha-ha. It's like, it's like brothers, yeah. right? It's like, I can pick, I can pick up my brother, I can hit my brother, I can do whatever, but somebody else do it, nah, nigga, you about to die. Yeah, like, they might be... They might skate in different circles, but at the end of the day, they're still in one circle. You could have you finished that off better. It's like, okay. They, okay, look. 
They may skate in different circles, it's, but at the end of the day, they come from the same ring. Let's see, see, that's when you you write shit. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's when you got bars. That's when you got bars. Where did another bar? Thank you. Ivan, yeah, we already covered that about Ivan. Yeah. Um, this this new dude, he sucks. He's gross. He's like, I'll, I'll you'll rule the day. I'll come back and I'll defeat you guys. Yeah, I also also made made note too. The the rich kids in this show are assholes. Just like all of them are assholes. Yeah, they all suck. Yeah, I think too. I think too that um. Also, um, some standout episodes. Some standout episodes from the season. The Halloween episode. That was a really good episode. That was really cool. You know what that remind me of? Remember, do you remember the episode of Rocket Power? Wait. Where they sneak into what? Which one's the Halloween episode? The, the one where she got the brisket at the end. Obviously, that wasn't that standout to me. <laughs> when she got the brisket? Yeah, yeah. It was with Angel. Elaborate more on that. That chick Angel from Kevin Stage. Oh! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was a standout episode for me. That was a Halloween episode? Yes, that was a Halloween episode. It was spooky. I just... It was a spooky episode. I just thought it was the trope on the... You thought it was just a regular episode? Yes, I thought it was just a, a, a regular episode where they played on a trope of like you know the weird creepy house at the end of the at the end of the road. Let me check and see when that actually. Uh, <laughs> when that actually because it might I might be wrong. You think it's talking out of his ass? But like, I but I honestly I count it as like a spooky episode. Let's see. I I get that. But I think it's just more so like a a, a plot. Yeah, no, this shit came out this year. It was not a Halloween episode. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no it. Because it was playing... That's that's the reason I was confused. It, it, it was playing on the trope of... Nah, that was a really good episode. But it was playing on the trope it's of... It's called Nightmare on Paris Street! Because it's a play... No, no, stop. Stop. I promise you. this If this was on Disney Channel... I mean, what, it did air on Disney Channel. So I'm going to say it's on Disney Plus. But I feel like if they... If they, like... Later down the line... In October... They would play this during Monstober. I feel like. No. No. I, I I get where you're coming from with it, but it's not creepy enough or spooky enough long enough for it to really count. Why? Because you only hear of... Because at the same time, the real spooky element is more so like them knowing about the house and who was living in it. When they get to the house and they figure out who it is, it's no longer a spooky episode. And to be fair, going up until that point, it was how more many, so about Saturdays being closed and them trying to get signatures. How many episodes are like that? How many episodes of like sitcoms and stuff are like that? How many Halloween episodes are like that? How many Halloween episodes are just yeah, like Yeah, Halloween sitcom episodes that are like that. Not me, not like, specifically that plot, but more so that like trope, I guess. Uh, if anything, they would, they would stay in the spooky a lot longer. They, I feel like the spooky part, the spooky, spoken, quote unquote spooky aspect of it was so like small in terms of like the whole episode. Who's, okay, how about this? How about we agree on this? Who's to say? Let's wait until Monster Over rolls around. Let's wait until Halloween. Let's, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get Disney Plus. I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna get uh, Disney Channel just to watch no, it. No. But I'll, I don't think... I'll look up the promos and stuff, see what they're doing, see if they, if it's one of our episodes. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it isn't because. The whole point, like, when they start off, it's about, like, Saturday being closed, then they want to throw a block party. Then it's like, oh, yeah, that's right, the old, we got things from everybody except for that old spooky house. And then, like, they play it up, and then as soon as, like, 
he then like, was, well, it was either that or that you know that episode where like uh, Ivan is scared or something of the dark or something like that. He used that against him. Yeah, I think that was a that was a different episode. Yeah, that was be, a different episode. Yeah, it would be either that one or this uh, nightmare on Paris Street. Paris Street. Yeah, no, I I, I don't. I don't think it because I don't think they they play with it enough or like they stay in it long enough. I mean, yeah, but that's like 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 we do right now. That's debatable. Ah, uh, not really. Cause for it to for it to be like think about like think about like when Raven did like a heart like a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Like it was either themed or like the whole point was about something that was scaring them and kept on scaring them until the end, where it's like they overcame that fear. Yeah. They over they find out who she is and like overcome that shit like in the middle of the episode. They yes. they they have a feast and then like they have a roller skating battle and then like towards the end it's more so like they have the cookout. But actually actually quite a bit is actually a bit more time. I mean just about as much time is spent to like the roller skating battle as it is to like building up to her being creepy. Well. Listeners, if you're listening to this, as if you got if you've gone this far, let's know what you think. Yeah, listen. Yeah, watch watch the episode and let it let us know. In fact, when when Monster rolls around, come come uh, come back, come back and like put some put some comments in uh in the Spotify. I, I feel like it's gonna be like a Spotify place where you can like put comments. Better yet, write a review. Time, yeah. Better yet, put a review, a five star review. About which one of us was right, and whether you think that Nightmare on Paris Street is a hollow is a Halloween episode or an inspired Halloween episode or not or not. But yeah, um, what was I gonna say? What else? I think that um, honestly, I I like I like how they play with that trope though. I really do. What trope? The the creepy house in the corner trope. Yeah. That was a good episode. That really was a good episode. I think that I also I also but like with the episode you brought up like with Ivan like they were scaring him yeah that fear of the dark yeah it's good but I also but it's also just too cheesy at the end where they where they're like skating and scaring him and whatnot for for me to make for me to to spend my for me to have suspension of disbelief well suspension of belief what what the fuck it is you know what I mean yeah for me to like really buy into it it's just. It's just like, uh, you know. I think, I think, here's what I think. I think it was cool, just cool that, was it that Why Are You So Mean episode? No, that's, that's when, uh, Ivan set the two, uh, girl groups against each other. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember, I remember, okay. But yeah, um, what was I saying? But yeah, I think that, that was a cool episode. I like how they got him back by scaring him. Oh, yeah, scaring, yeah, scaring his ass off. But yeah, um, is there anything else you want to say? I do, I do, I do, I do, to what you were saying before. Actually, yeah, what, what, what are your favorite episodes from the season? Favorite episodes? All of them are good. All yeah, of them are good. Um, I, I agree with that. Emma Dilemma was a good one. Yes. The way they rolled up on that little fucking little boy, I'm like, that nigga is a fucking... I understand why the little nigga is terrified. I also, I also think that them being kids, trying to get a younger kid... Yeah. On like a, a roller date, it's very inter- interesting because they just tried because they really try to make her the, the little girl kind of like either them or like I think I think the thing I was thinking about was they kind of do what 
well, like more like traditional media, not traditional media. I would say like more traditional ways of trying to get the guy to go out with the girl, because everything they suggested was more so like, okay, well, if you do this, then he'll definitely ask you to dance, or if you do this, or if you put this on, we doll you up. There's no way he can't see you, or this, that, and the third. And the one thing they never said to do was to go straight up. Well. Yeah, no, the one thing they never actually told her to do explicitly was just go up and ask him to to roll roller skate with her. Yeah. Um, another good episode I liked was... I like Don't Clown the... I, I like Don't Clown the Duchess. The whole time I was thinking, like, that gotta be the brat. That gotta be. I'm like, who the fuck is that? She actually raps. Who the fuck... And then when I saw the credits, I'm like, I knew it! I felt like I felt like Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio in that meme. That, that, that one, that one. Um, I think uh, the Chocolate Club was a good one. It was, it was a good one. It's, um, yeah, it's Nightmare on Street was great. I also, I also do appreciate that. Like, oh yeah, before yeah, before we. Okay, so let me let me think of mine. My favorite ones was I think Roller Mile and I think Roller Roller Mile on Skates was one of my favorites. Chocolate Club was definitely one of my favorites. Um, I think the first episode was also one of my favorites too. Oh yeah, yeah. And and of course the last one. Yeah, I think Too Many Cooks is also a really good episode too. What was that one about? That I think that was the one. That was the one where um, where the parents had to get a bunch of deliveries done. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they and know. they kept on fucking up. Yeah. And she just refused to tell her friends that hey, they 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 fired y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Okay, but yeah. Um, but before that, let's let's go back to what I wanted to talk about before when you brought up the whole. This essentially is like a decom but extended. Yeah. I get what you say that mm-hmm. because of the last episode. Yeah. The last episode of the showdown. But I think that I hmm, I actually would challenge and I would say that I think it works. Actually, no, I think you agree. It works better as a show because it allows, because outside the sitcom-y things. I mean, yeah, it allows them breathing room to like explore the characters. Yeah, and also to make like three, because they had, because think about it. They made three like antagonists. Throughout the show, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, that still could have been like the 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 idea from the very beginning. I get that, I get that, but I'm saying I feel like that would have been a lot harder to do in in a movie format. Oh no, nah, fairly easy to make three antagonists. Yeah, from separate occasions. Yeah, there's in like in most sports movies or in most like competition based movies, you gonna have that like. Begin, uh, beginning stage, middle stage, big thing. I feel like no. I feel like that. I feel like that's kind of unfair to do that Why? when it comes to sports because sports. Because even though there's multiple people on the team, the team is still one entity. They, I, they, I know. All I, three of these became. All three of them became antagonists through their own separate like little story. Oh, arcs. I understand that because that's the TV show. I'm saying that in the movie, in the proposed movie that this is going to be before it got turned to a TV show. You were saying that like these three and these three separate antagonists would have been. What are you saying? I'm saying that it would have been a lot. I'm saying that it would have been a lot to try to have all three of them become antagonists the way oh. they became antagonists, oh. and then to have them all then at the end come together to go against the Weeby Girls. Hmm. I feel like that would have been a lot. I think, considering the fact that Ivan would have been. 
Ivan would have originally probably been one of the three, but they switched him out halfway through the season. Hmm. To have him be built up, then switch him out, and then introduce three new people. No, nah, because I feel like, how long was he the antagonist for? Like the, the first, first, the first half. First, yeah, the first. No, not the first half. Yeah, this is fifteen episodes. The first half is seven. He was only there for like a third of the episode. Okay, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. The point that I'm saying though is like, I'm trying to think of a movie in which. Well, when did he? When was he not there? It was okay. So it must have been episode five. So yeah, a third, a third of the show. He was built up for a third of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me get, let me think of an example. He would be like, uh, have you seen the Mighty Ducks too? I have not. It's the one with it's the one with not Cal Mitchell. Um, Keenan Thompson. Damn. Anyway, mm-hmm. he would be that. He would be Keenan Thompson's character. I feel like he would be Keenan Thompson's character. In uh, in and this is probably a better example. That's the one that I'm focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. He'll be King Tom's Tom character in uh, the My Ducks too. Actually, I would have to change some stuff around in the plot of the My Ducks for, 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 to make this work. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is he'll be that character that like like we've like we've already seen him to be that annoying that annoying character that always like antagonize them, mm-hmm. but doesn't like actually antagonize them. Yeah. Like they're cool, but they antagonize them, but it's not an enemy. Yeah. And then uh, be like, okay, cool. Because uh, this thing, Cause like, this thing, because this thing, I even knows how to skate. Yeah. He's just annoying. Yeah. He's yeah, he's very much like that, that same character from. Uh, he's very much like uh, Keenan. Keenan Thompson's character from the My Ducks. Because this thing, Keenan's character in the My Ducks too. He's a talker. Mm-hmm. He very much talks a lot of shit. Yeah. But he knows how to play. Yeah. He knows how to play, and he has a fucking. He has a fucking knuckle puck, nigga. They use that <laughs> shit. They use that shit wholeheartedly, and use that shit to their advantage, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, and Ivy knows how to skate. He's led a team before. Yeah. Even though he lost, he still led a team. He lost. Ivan lost, right? No. What do you mean? He lost. Did? Oh, he did. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Talk about initially for him to be excommunicated from it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was right. I even lost. Yeah. I feel like in this proposed movie, in, in this proposed movie that we're talking about, not just the proposed movie that they had, mm-hmm. we're talking about us, yes. Yes. right? Yeah. What you're talking about. I feel like, uh, what's, the, what's the guy name? I forgot his name. What, Ivan? His name, not Ivan. Uh, Jesse. Jesse, right? We have Jesse. We have, what's that other girl name? I forgot. Layla. Layla. Not, not, not Layla. Um, the one at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's her name? It wasn't Layla. Layla was the DJ daughter. I had to, I had to go back and check for her name. Um, it was... It was not Sophia. No. It was fucking... Um, damn, what was her name? I don't remember. Anyway, whatever her name is. Uh... That even makes a lot more sense. That even Sonya, that's her name. That's even that even makes a lot more sense. Cause yeah, get this right. Mm-hmm. The too cute for us, right, or whatever, whatever the name is. Too cute for you, yeah. Too cute for you, right? Yeah. Ivan was in that group, right? No. Who was who was he with? He had his own group. Sonya oh. was a whole separate one. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, never mind. I was thinking of a different scenario. Okay. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, so I think that he's thing. I think Jesse would have been like, okay, let me let me uh have my own crew. Who's the best of the best? Because I feel like he cares about the best of the best. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. The one that took over. Yeah. Oh, the the other rich kid. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he cares about the best of the best. And I mean, yeah, the, the thing that he cares yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, he had the angels. Yeah. Before. Yeah, he cares. I think his his main like character trait outside of like being rich and like throwing somebody around. In like power and stuff mm-hmm. is uh, having the best of the best at his side, right? Mm-hmm. He would go for so- Sonya. Yeah, yeah. He would go for Sonya. He would go for Ivan because they were the two like leading. Uh, leading... He wouldn't go for Ivan. He, he doesn't like him. No, I feel like I feel like I feel like if he doesn't like him, he'll find somebody else. I feel here's what I think, right? We 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 already established that like yes, Ivan's plays on team. He's good, right? As the, as the people that were in competition with the Weeby Girls crew the most, mm-hmm. it was Ivan's team yeah. and it was Sonya's team. So he would recruit Ivan because he was one of those three. I don't even think it was necessarily that Sonya was that big, uh, Sonya's group was that big of a threat. I think it was also, I think it was more so she was introduced because she was introduced because of Ivan was doing the meme shit between them two. So. I know, I know. But I'm saying that the reason why in this supposed movie, mm-hmm. You're, you're relying on, like, context and all that stuff. I'm saying in terms of this movie. Yeah. In terms of this movie, it would be Ivan's... It's, it's going to go Ivan, uh, Sonya, and then Jesse. Right? Okay. As the, as the, like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Jesse's going to be like, okay, I need to find people that are, like, the best of best. Mm-hmm. People who can, I, like, I, can actually defeat. So he's going to pick Sonya because Sonya doesn't... Like, personally, that's just personal between them. Sonya doesn't fuck with the Weeby Girls crew. Yeah. Hardly, right? Yeah. He... So he's like, okay, bet. Ivan, you've kind of been an antagonist. We're going to include you too. And also, you're, you're a leader of your team and stuff. Right? Okay. We're going to so, include you. So Ivan's, you... Ivan's going to say, he's going to, because he has that, like, heart of gold, yeah, he might be, he might be like that antagonist. You know, he's not, he's in, he's a really antagonist. Their relationship isn't like that, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, nah, fuck that shit. And just gonna be like, well, it's your loss. I'm gonna defeat him. Yeah. And they're gonna get defeated. And I was probably gonna chill him on. Yeah, I think, cause, cause now that I'm thinking about it too, when it comes to this proposed movie with the, with the episodes that we have, I think that it could work already if Ivan wasn't removed. Cause to be fair, Ivan was, Ivan was, heavily involved in the plot for the for the first two protect for the first two antagonists yeah he's the one that introduced Sonya by making the memes that which the Weeby Girls crew which is Paris and them crew for for those don't know but that that's what essentially started the, the back and forth between them two he's Ivan is the one that introduced Sonya yeah and at the same time Ivan was also very instrumental in Jesse becoming an antagonist to the Weeby Girls group. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm glad this is this. I hope young black girls watch it. I hope young girls watch it in general. But especially young black girls. Yeah. Um, what? I was also, I was also gonna say that I can see, we, I can also see what you was talking about the decom aspect of it with the very end, because the very end was a showdown. Yeah. Much like you said earlier, jump in. Yeah. And let it shine. Yeah. 
Because I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. If it was just off the first performances, the the we we too cute for you. If it was just off of that the first performance, them niggas won. Them niggas won. My yeah. opinion. Okay. Yeah. But they pulled a step up three, and essentially allowed the allow the odds to be evened out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think that was the plan originally anyway. What for? For all the all the d- dance groups that we saw, mm-hmm. Ivan's, Sonya's, yeah, they might have been a minute fast, but they would have still like signed up and competed. They would have gotten. We would have seen montages of Ivan's crew performing and Sonya's crew performing, and then it would have been just down to them too. I don't think. That's the thing. I don't know if I even. I don't know. Because here's the thing, like. I don't know if they were talking about like regionals or whatever whatever the organizational in terms of like weeding out the people who aren't as good. Yeah, I don't I don't, know. I don't think I don't think there was any regionals. I don't think there's anything like that. I know, I'm just saying the regional equivalent of that. But you know. fair enough, yeah. But yeah, um I hope that they go bigger uh for next season. I hope they do some more cool stuff. I hope they have a lot more a lot more and a lot uh more recent, maybe better needle drops. But yeah. What do you mean needle drop? You mean like songs? Yeah, like songs. Like- oh, speaking of fucking songs, can we talk about how this nigga, how this nigga Derek came from fucking Ice JJ Fish to goddamn Omarion? Also, yeah, that's another thing too. Um, and yeah, needle drops not only in like the DJ stuff in the background, but also in like the actual performances. That'd be cool. That'd be cool too. Yeah, because this nigga just busted out of no. It's funny too, because I'm like, this nigga, this nigga can sing. Like, they got to the radio station. He's trash at rapping. This nigga can sing. I bet you. This nigga starts fucking singing with goddamn golden pipes. Pause. And then, and I'm glad they established that before um before Booker comes. And then him and Booker get into their own singing shit, and. Derek sings better than Booker. I'm sorry. He does. Cause because when it was doing the, it was doing the back and forth, you know, the classic back and forth thing about like, oh no, I can sing better. Or I, also, they do that they do that quite a bit in this too. Yeah. Where they have like a rival or whatnot. It's like, oh no, you can do it like this. Oh no, I know, but it'd be better if you do it like this. No, the best way is to do it like this. No. It would be better if you do it like that. Oh, yeah, you understood? Oh, it's understood. I understood it more. No, I understood it the mostest. That's not even a word. It doesn't matter. I understood it more than you. No, you didn't. I understood that shit. I think that's all I want to say. I, I, I enjoy it. Please go watch it. If you already watched it, please rewatch it. I hope there's a second season. There's there's a lot that they can go with it. They can they can talk a touch more on the relationship between um, London and Madison they can um, talk about them going to high school. We can touch on whether or not Madison has been changed after going to the New York uh, program. We can talk about, um, that's that's another thing I wanna talk about too. The parents being able to actually make their own, like actually be able to move into an actual brick and mortar shop. Yeah. That I'm actually, I'm actually really excited for. And also, even, like, even with that, I think it's going to be a whole different show for season two. It's going to be a whole... With that little adjustment, it's going to be a whole different show for season two. It is, because the parents aren't going to be in the house all the time whenever they come in. Yeah. And I was also... And funny enough, because I was also going to say also that the dynamic of them not being home as often. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's probably... I really hope... 
Actually, hold on. I and really, the roller I really hope that they don't turn. Uh, Saturdays are already their hangout spot. Yeah. But I feel like that's different. That's in Disney Channel terms, that's different than where like the main plot points are. Yeah. I feel like that would be okay. Let me let me make it. Uh, let me compare to like I'm gonna use Hannah Montana, right? Mm-hmm. Hannah Montana, right? You have like the 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 shack that like Jackson and Rico work at, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be like the hangout spot. Yeah. The like main plot where everything happens. For the most part, it's at the house. Is that the house or like maybe in school? Yes. Yeah. The same. It's the same case for here though. Like, like a lot of like. Okay, so let's see how many how many plots hinge on Saturdays. The first episode it does. Come back to me. It doesn't. Too many cooks. It doesn't. Why are you so mean? It does. Roll a mile in my skates. It does. Don't climb the Duchess. It does. Chocolate Club. It doesn't. Nightmare Pass Street. It doesn't. Let's go down for me, please. Friends for a minute. Uh, I, I forgot the episode. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back. I'll go to the ones I know. Mama Drama. It. In Mama Drama, it doesn't. Uh, Emma Dilemma. It does. Return of Roxy. It doesn't. Rolling with Paris. It does. Going for gold, obviously it does. But yeah, so only half half the show half the show is dependent on the rank. That's a good balance. Yeah, it is. But yeah, um, I hope that this show like has three, four seasons. Yeah. Also, if y'all gonna do another goddamn season, please actually have their names in the intro. I wanna know who they are. Like, yeah. real life characters. Please. Yeah. Please. I feel like that was the disservice to everybody involved. Put their names up there. We get acquainted with them. We get used to them. We acknowledge who they are. We can follow along their career. Please. Yeah, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Anthony Beer Podcast. Please. Like us. Rate us. Review us. Give us five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And make sure that wherever you go, you like us, you spread it, you spread the news around. You yell from the rooftops and the rafters and the gutters and the and the clutters or wherever the fuck you are listening. Whether you're at work or at home. Let other people know about the Anything Period podcast. And we will bring another episode for y'all soon enough. That was a really long outro. Um, peace, y'all. Peace.